Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We don't have, uh, you know, we of course end the show at nine, but we wanted to, and we wanted to spend this last 20 minutes or so, or 15 minutes really, talking about Rosh Hashanah and what it means, what we can do, how we can get ourselves prepared uh, and into the right zone. Joining us in studio, Rabbi Daniel Baide. He's been with us a number of times before. He's the Associate Rabbi of Orsamech and Hazel and uh, CEO of Orsamech in uh, uh, Johannesburg. Rabbi Daniel Baide, good morning. Welcome back. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I'm great. Morning's going very well so far. I managed to um, get to Shul. I managed to get to Chai FM. You right. told me you're in a good mood as I walked in. What could be I'm better? That's fantastic. Maybe Amazing. not always. Sometimes a little aggressive, but but other than that, really fine. So we, you, during the song, I said to you, "Are you ready? Um, have you prepared all of your sermons and your thing?" And you said, "Getting there, have you?" And well, I thought, well, I don't need to prepare my sermons and stuff. But you disagreed with me. Tell me why. Okay, so we need to get ready for Rosh Hashanah. It's the festival of getting ready. Let's talk for a minute about what Rosh Hashanah isn't. There seems to be this association with Rosh Hashanah and perhaps Yom Kippur as being sad days, days when we get miserable and cry and there's so much davening and it's so depressing and we talk about depressing things. Um, this, uh, the, the narrative of my family on this is that my uncle, many years ago when he was a young boy, he was standing there in the middle of his Rosh Hashanah Musaf, that very long prayer which we mm, say mm. around just before midday on Rosh Hashanah and afterwards my grandfather was very moved and said David you know that's so moving what were you crying about so he said because I saw there were another 83 pages left <laughs> and there wasn't even one of those English Hebrew ones there were 83 real pages I couldn't divide it by two right. utterly depressing that's yeah, yeah. not what it's supposed to be with mm. the greatest of respect to my uncle David mm. what it's about is an opportunity it's an incredible opportunity so if I could talk for a little minute about the Jewish calendar generally the idea is that we have these energies that come up throughout the year. The festival of Pesach, for example, happened when it happened because that is the time when anything to do with freedom can happen most. That's why we were redeemed from Egypt at that particular time of the year because if something in terms of liberation is going to happen, that's the easiest time. That's the path of least resistance. That's when it can happen. What is this time of year all about? So actually, the... Uh, the day of Rosh Hashanah, the Hebrew day of Rosh Hashanah, and the week preceding, the days we're in now, are the anniversary of an epic event, which many people seem to forget. It's the creation of the world. So what's going on at the moment is there's this energy of recreation. You have the opportunity to recreate yourself. The culmination of creation was the creation of man. Adam was the high point of creation, the pinnacle. Everything up till then, in a sense, was a preparation for him. And the last few days, even today, we have the chance to prepare this perfect world for ourselves when we can recreate ourselves. There's so nothing energy, sad about that. Energy of creation. Renewal, yes. Renewal. There was one verse I saw this morning. Uh, it was sometimes good to think about uh, all these many verses that you say in, in shul, in synagogue. It's... Hashiveinu Shemelecha, God, bring us back to you. Chadeh Shemeinu Kekedem. Please renew... Renew us. Let us have the spirit of renewal. You have the opportunity. I, we, all of us mm. have the opportunity to create a new person. It will be somewhat similar to who we were. We're not going to wake up and look different and, mm. you know, mm. be a different size, different person living in a different place. But we all have the opportunity to recreate. That energy is there. It's available. And so when you said, am I prepared? Yes, I've got a couple of sermons prepared. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm on hand to, to daven if, um, you know, to, to be a husband if necessary. But really, it's about far more than that. Yes, I've done some of the shopping. I've probably forgotten quite a few things. Just, no just take an opportunity mm. to apologize to my <laughs> wife. I will get them done. Hades colors. Right. I must get yes. those. But um, if any are left. But the, the main thing you've got to do is prepare. You've got to work out 
what sort of new person do I want to be? All this energy is there. If you haven't taken three minutes out to prepare what sort of person you want to be, just even to think about that, then something's going a bit wrong. So I would encourage everyone to take a pen and paper if you still have such things. If not, use your Samsung notes or whatever it is and take two minutes out, three minutes out to work out. So what out. should we be asking ourselves? What should go on that piece of paper? Okay, so Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are both associated with forgiveness and repentance but they're very different Rosh Hashanah is the big picture is high level um, if I could give you an example the two ways to, to, to let's say destroy a building let's say we've constructed this, stru- this, stru- this uh, structure throughout the year of sin of, of it's all wrong mm. you know we're working too hard in the job we don't really like to earn money to buy a car to, uh, to impress a group of friends who are going to lead us astray in the wrong all of that's completely wrong what, what's going on Rosh Hashanah is a time when we say okay I've been building this building all year let me go to the base let me go to the basement blow it up let the whole thing fall down I, I've been working on the wrong premise I forgot there's something called God and so I'm saying oh God you're the king everything I've done is wrong and I'm not even going into the details this is just everything's you know, so mm. much of what I've done is on the wrong basis. Yom Kippur is more about, okay, well, this was wrong, that was wrong, that was wrong, that was wrong. Let me see what I can change. So getting back to Rosh Hashanah, which is where we're at now, it's about, okay, if there's a thing called God, and if you exist, and uh, yes, I, I, I think you do, because I'm in Shul in Rosh Hashanah, what is the purpose of me being here? Chai FM run this beautiful advert, actually, about God's created the dolphins and every blade of grass. And you know, if you heard that one, mm. yeah. Mm. And, and w- what are you here for? So think about your skill set. What are you good at? What do you like doing? It would be very unusual if God wanted you to spend your life doing something you don't like doing. What good things do you like doing? Are you a people person? Are you a silent doer? Is there some uh, charity you think you could set up, should set up? All too often, people set up charities because they were on the receiving end of some bad news. Something happened, and therefore they say, "Well, I don't want this to happen to anyone else. I want to help people in my position." You don't. That doesn't have to happen to you. It doesn't have to be something bad which happens to you to start working for a charity, set up a charity for you to take some message to someone somewhere. There's so many things you can do, but if you don't take a, those three minutes out of your timetable today to think about what that might be, then you're not going to so, work that out. So to some extent, mm. it, it's trying to determine what your aspirational values are. What are your aspirational values and what, to do, and what can you do to actualize them? What can you do to help make God's world a better world? You're here for a reason. It's very, we're not here just to ask for health and wealth and those are important but those are the background really to our mission work out what your mission is otherwise that would be a terrible shame to have been here and not work that out that is, that a, is that, 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 uh, it's actually such an interesting thing but for for me certainly that's a tremendous fear is that that knowing what our purpose is knowing what my purpose is and making sure that i live it because it really would be an incredible waste of a whole life if 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 you end this uh, if you end your time on earth and you haven't fulfilled any of your of your mission or potential and didn't even know what it was and exactly. so how do we determine what it is how do we get there okay well, we're very good at doing this for other people. If somebody comes along and says, well, I'm, I'm a people's person and I like organizing things and I feel really sorry for a you know, group of people mm. X, you'd say, hang on, <laughs> this is quite simple. It's when it comes to ourselves that we get so caught up in making sure the environment is good, uh, that we've got enough money in the bank. Let me have X amount in the bank before I start thinking about what I can do for everyone else. Mm. You know, When you get X amount, if you get X amount, you're going to want 
double that. That's that's the. We're always going to seek more comfort, but if it's all about seeking comfort, then we are. There's a very good chance we will miss that's out. The point. We mm. will. Yeah, and then and then it's too late. Then it's too late. So this is really what Rosh Hashanah is about. And to the extent there's any fear associated with it, it's the fear, Howard, which you mentioned, the fear of missing this opportunity to recreate ourselves, missing this opportunity when there's so much energy in the world to work out who we are that, that today, the next week, the next week and a half, this is the time to work that out. And to the extent there's any fear, it shouldn't be about fear of God punishing us. And that, that's kind of low level. We can be so much more aspirational as we walk into Rosh Hashanah. It's a fear of me not having worked out what I'm here for. And now's a really good time for me to work that out. And over the course of the next few days, Rosh Hashanah is when I work out what I want to be. There's a lot of impediments. There's a bit mm. too much anger, a bit too much jealousy, uh, a bit too much small-mindedness. Well, let me work out what those million and one things are which are getting in the way. And that's what the work is on Yom, Yom Kippur, to say, hmm, I can do that a bit better, that a bit better. What are the impediments to me becoming so who I am? Would you, Rosh Hashanah is big picture. Could you, taking your, your idea a little bit further, could you argue that what Rosh Hashanah is about is, in a way, clearing the noise? Because those little impediments, those things, the, the small-mindedness, the pursuit of money, the, all of those things actually is noise uh, that disturbs you on, on a mission. Well, yes and no. We don't want to get too caught up in that. And, uh, for example, we daven for, the, for Chaim a lot. We say Pesifa Chaim mm, in the Book mm. of Life, Zachrein al-Chaim. It's very clear, uh, upon just a little bit of analysis, that Chaim, life, means so much more than being alive. We talk about uh, Paranasa, about, about uh, livelihood, and we talk about health and Shalom. These are incredibly important things. They, they are so important for uh, the, an environment where you can operate on a high level. Really, it's a life of, of connection. And we're not talking about ourselves even on, on Rosh Hashanah. What we're saying is we're presenting... We're not going to go through what we've done wrong and who we are. We're meant to blend into the crowd and say, I'm, I'm part of this crowd. I've got a role to play here. But for the moment, this is just very black and white. I am saying that that, there's, that God is the king and I'm here to, to, to serve him. And we don't want to complicate it with other ideas. There, there's, if you look in the, in the, in the Machazor, in the liturgy on Yom, on Yom Kippur, there's a list of uh, with double the amount of letters in the alphabet, 40 plus sins, which mm, we've done. Mm. We're, not, we're not getting into the small, we're not sweating the small stuff uh, over the next couple of days. Right. It's, very, it's very binary. I, I'm, I'm part of the creation. Someone, a being created the entire creation and me. I've got a role to play. I'm here to declare that I want to do that wholeheartedly. How does the shofar play into this? The Shofar, again, if you, if you look in your art scroll, I'm sure you've got several in your, in your house, there's a list of about 10 reasons why, why we have the Shofar. On a very simple level, the Shofar is, again, a binary thing. You've been asleep, wake up. There, there's, there's a world here, and you've been created, and you know, take your head out of the sand and stop thinking about the, the environment. I don't mean stop thinking about the environment. I'm not anti-environmentalist. I mean, well, you so, know what? I thought you were there for a moment. No, no, I love yeah. Anything I do for a sperm whale in the South Atlantic right now, I'd be happy to do. I'm not sure if that's, that's my mission moving forward for, uh, you know, 5784, but anything I can do to help, I will. But, um, yeah, instead of focusing on, uh, on that lower level of, if you want to get philosophical and, be intellectual, you want to talk about Maslow's pyramid. Okay, we spend a lot of time thinking about the shelter and the comfort. There's something at the top, your self-actualization. Who are you in the grand scheme of things? And it doesn't need to be, we don't need to be famous. We don't need to be something, you know, that everyone's heard of. It, it could be you operating in your little corner, doing your thing. It can be intensely private, but there's got to be something you can do which is very meaningful. 
Work it out. It's, uh, yeah, lots and lots of uh, messages. Linda W. says, Good morning, Mayhem team. Even though millions of hours of load shedding and what what, my world is lit up just with the joy of listening to Chai FM. And uh, she says, Be married to the fullest. Chana Tova. Anton L. says, Creation of Adam was the pinnacle. Any implication about Eve? Uh, uh, Anton, sit down. Sit down. Uh, this is not the time before that. And uh, Einstein says, this is so appropriate for today, your gift to us. This is your gift to us. Please uh, please thank Rabbi Bider and Howard. So, uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, it, 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 because, because it really is, it's, it's, you know, we said in marketing that the biggest danger, the biggest threat and the biggest danger to marketing is noise. Because there's so much we want to talk about and so much we want to tell people about who we are that we actually forget the message. The message is very – if we can't distill it down into a sentence or two, uh, we've, we've done ourselves a tremendous – and our company a tremendous disservice. And in a way, when you're talking about, uh, when you're talking about Rosh Hashanah, that's very much the feeling that I'm getting is, is just forget the noise. Distill it down into the very, very essence of what it is. And in a way, the shofar, because it doesn't have many notes and sounds, also clears the noise away. Beautiful. If I could develop that thought, the, the absolute apogee, the high point of the 40 days of the month of Elul and Rosh Hashanah and the 10 days of repentance and Yom Kippur is the very end, Ne'ilah, and we finish with one very sen- one extremely simple sentiment, which we repeat almost mantra like seven times. We say, Hashem, hu ha'elokim. Um, Hashem is, is God. That's, that's the takeaway. It's that simple. You need to go and work out what that translates into on a day-by-day basis, hour by hour, minute by minute. Mm-hmm. But that's really what it all comes down to. And to the extent we're able to focus on that very simple idea, complex but simple, deep but simple, then that will be a good way, some good thoughts to enter Rosh Hashanah with. Absolutely love that, and I hope you did as well. I hope you found it as interesting and as inspiring as as I did. That was uh, Rabbi Daniel Bide. He's associate rabbi of, uh, of Or Sameach Glen Hazel. He's the CEO of Or Sameach at Johannesburg in South Africa, talking to us about the very, very simple and straightforward message of Rosh Hashanah.